Welcome back, man. We back on the pod. We got a special guest with us today. Know what I'm saying? It was good. It was good. I'm going to introduce ourselves first. The person we all come here for the most, man. (laughs) Most entertaining. Know what I'm saying? Who keep the pod going, keep the energy going. Myself, Austin, man. And we got your boy over there. The enlightened one. You know the vibes, man. The real, you know the vibes. We got our guest today, man. Introduce yourself. It's Devin, representing Only New Orleans, Billionaire's Book Club. I mean, I represent the city of New Orleans as a whole, but highly grow to be specific. Uptown, huh? Yeah, Uptown. 17 yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> I like my alter ego. Shit. That's my alter ego, 17, but definitely like all New Orleans, though. I got love for the city. Even the West Bank? Even the West Bank. Uh, yeah. No, 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 <laughs> all right, I'm just making sure. I don't have an issue with the West Bank. You know, I feel like. If you fuck from the West Bank, rep where you from. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. Don't really say you from New Orleans unless you're from Algiers. Like then you Damn, can we can't even but claim some, New Orleans. It's greater New Orleans. It's greater New Orleans, but it's not New Orleans. Like, if, your, if your address on your mail, don't say New Orleans. But listen, I'm, I'm a clean. Right uh, listen, I'm a clean. I'm a. I'm a back my partner up. <laughs> Gretna and Terrytown, you can say you from New Orleans, bro. Like the shit right there. By I the salute. I salute. I don't. You know, I'm not one of the people. Like, oh yeah, if you say it, I'm checking you behind the edge. But also, like, you can't Pink. really. Yeah, you know, yeah. You, so should, if you shouldn't. You shouldn't. PSA. PSA. If you from Gretna, it's not New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, no don't do that. Nah. All due respect, no disrespect. <laughs> I fuck with Gretna. I fuck with Terrytown. I fuck with everybody, but it's just not New Orleans. But uh, I, it's, it's legit though. Everybody should love their hood. How I love my hood. So. You right, you got it. I'm gonna let you slide now. <laughs> <laughs> but man, but nah, man. Um, so fuck, how we end up here? How we end up in this store? Uh, it's been a long journey. So uh, first we started doing the hats. The hats was an online brand. Uh, not to went- not to cut you off though. I'm a big bucket hat fan. Like I've been following y'all for a minute. I like I the appreciate hats. that. Yeah, I like so the hats. we started doing the hats online, like right right when the pandemic probably kicked off. And we got some good traction and good feedback from it. And uh, my partner in the situation, he was like, bro, I think it's time to do a brick and mortar, like even though it's a pandemic. And I was kind of not necessarily against it, but I just didn't see the vision fully. Mm-hmm. But uh, we found the spot, we built it out, and uh, we hit nine. Like it's legit. But uh, we house, we try to house, we house all black New Orleans brands. We want to get more. We want to fuck with everybody. Uh, we still working on getting other brands and shit in the store, but uh, it's all New Orleans shit. All what New Orleans got in there right now? So far, we got World Envision. We got our stuff, the book club stuff on New Orleans. Uh, World Envision, Vicious, uh, Your Inner Fat Girl, uh, Millionaire is my chef partner, Ashley. And we trying to fuck with everybody. So if your shit on par is up to quality, holler at us. Tap in. Yeah, Man, definitely. Explain. I want you to do two things, right? So explain to people who Devin is. Uh, that's a that's a tough question. Like, uh, <laughs> I would say I'm I'm just an average person, though. Like in my eyes, I just do shit that everybody else do. But I, it's hard. It's, like basically, I love to read. I love music. I like sports and shit, though. Like I'm just I feel like I do all the shit that the average nigga from the world and do, dog. But uh, I think the reading thing is probably like the most out of the box thing that I do, like, cause I read on the extreme level. So, but other than that, like, bro, I'm a chill person. Like, I like to have fun. Like, <laughs> it's hard to explain. Bro. Let's say, let's say nuanced. That's it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I feel like I'm like a, a renaissance man, dog. Like, I do a lot of different shit. Like, I feel like I want to be good at a lot of shit and like, 
not necessarily great at everything, but just good at a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I try to be well versed. I try to be able to go into any room and have a conversation with anybody. So that's like the best way to put it. Yeah, like I was saying, the <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I was saying, like the inside jokes already. Nah. Huh? <laughs> yeah. I'm about to be the third host, dog. Yeah, yeah nah. <laughs> <laughs> John, man. But nah, the, the thing that made me like. With nigga had been following the book club page. Nigga had followed only New Orleans, and the nigga found out you was running it, so I'm following, right? I'm thinking we was following on the podcast page too. But the thing that made me reach out for the interview, like I'm seeing like all this positive shit you was doing, and I'm like, nah, like I know I gotta follow you because like you yeah. order some shit. But like I seen that boy in the strip club smoking a backwood one day, and I'm like, oh, I gotta fuck no, you gotta come on the pod. I gotta it wasn't a backwood because I only smoke papers, but it was probably a fat joint, but it wasn't a backwood. But never, nah. it wasn't a backwood. It wasn't a backwood. I see, it wasn't a backwood. It was smoke papers. That more fucking, yeah, that more fucking stuff, my yeah. boy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I definitely like to just like, like I said, be well versed and like. I'm like a people. I'm a people person, dog. So like, whatever's popping, I, I like to have fun too. But I also like to, you know, have that balance between positive and like a lit life too. You know what I mean? Like, I went pretty hard like in college days and shit. And I'm sure we're gonna get into that. But uh, yeah, dog. Like, I like to be balanced, dog. Like so. Sometimes I feel like I won't be in pressure. Sometimes I feel like I won't be in Barnes and Nobles. It's yeah, nah. like, we the same way though. Yeah, you know what nah. I mean. It's, it's he more lit than me, but we we the same way though. So yeah. That's kind of like how I be though, dog. So yeah, pressure. Check out pressure too. <laughs> man, shout out pressure. Yeah, man. Shout I ain't been to pressure yet, man. Shout out pressure. pressure yet. Man, we do the next podcast from pressure, man. <laughs> That'd be hard. That'd be. I always tell my partner like how strippers have like. Probably some of the best stories. You feel me? So Dude, strippers really people person, like people person, people, but people people. You gotta you gotta be able to seduce them. Sure, but like yeah. the story is raw and like grimy, like dog. Like, they got they go through a lot of shit. Like, I ain't been to no real strip club yet. I mean, I went to one yeah. on Bourbon one time, but like, I don't know. I that. was telling them get off me, like yeah, oh, touch a, me. I would say I'm a strip club veteran. You feel me? Like, I didn't have. Nigga <laughs> like, so, got his stripes. Yeah, I got my stripes <laughs> in the biggest in different cities. Like I, for a period of time, I was in the strip clubs heavy. <laughs> I'm <jumped> up <laughs> for a period, but now nah, I'm on to different shit. The reason I brought that up, son, is just because, like, when nigga was saying, like, I like the, I feel like I like people that's like balanced, like me, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, that's how life should be. Yeah, yeah, like, nigga, read, nigga, do the inspirational shit. But, nigga, like, I like being toe up too, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like I said, like, balance is key, dog. Like, you gotta, like, give yourself a time, like, to just let your head down and just have a good time. And, like, sometimes I get in a mode where I just be so deep into, like, the intellectual shit and I be having to pull myself out of it, like, to realize, like, man, that's not all it is to this shit. Like, we're here, we here to learn and shit. You should always keep learning. It should be a, a constant progression. But you gotta remember to live your fucking life too. So, like, I always gotta tell myself, like, you only gonna be here for however long you're gonna be here. So, you gotta live while you're here. Like, yeah, that's the same thing we be on. Yeah, yeah. Like, one thing that like nigga be fucking with now is like, like the learning shit cool, something, but like nigga gotta allow yourself to practice what you learning and allow yourself room to make mistakes. And I feel like being yeah. lit and like doing shit. Yeah, that's like, like my room to make mistakes because it's like nigga that been in situations where it's like I got twenty dollars till next week. And it's like, do I go get drunk or do I go? <laughs> do I say that? And I'm bro, like, yeah, I done got that nigga that got drunk. We've all been there, bro. Nigga go get like yeah. two Amsterdams. Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean, nigga like, said practice. You do gotta, you do gotta practice. No, the application shit that you, is key, all the, all though. The application is key, though. Yeah, you gotta practice that shit. I post the quotes on the book club shit every day, and I be finding myself having to tell myself like, man. Are you even living by the shit you telling people they should be doing? Like, and I be facts. having to check myself. Like, man, I'm not even applying half of the shit I'm telling people they should be applying to. Like, facts, so you kind of got to check yourself too at some points in time too. 
I always so, got to check yourself because some of the shit I post, I don't live by, but I try my best to live by it. Yeah. So I'm posting it. I'm just posting it to let you know there's some things that we should do just better as humans. You're talking to them and you. Yeah. <laughs> nah, some shit we should do better as humans, but of course you're not going to live by it 100% of the time. Nah, facts. But fuck, try 10% facts. of the time at first. Try facts. 5% of the time at first. And then facts, you go, you go you get to that 100. Facts, facts. dog. Like, I read like <laughs> a book in Tiny Habits, bro. Like 1%. Every day, it equals up to 365 at the end of the year. If you're trying to approve, like, a fucking 20% every week, that's not really achievable. It's not really yeah. realistic. Oh. But if you're doing 1% a day, by the time you didn't got that 1% every day, you did 365 at the end of the year. So you didn't really turn up all the way. Yeah. Facts. Facts. And, so, uh... Oh, what you about to say? That's you. Now nah, you can go. So, like... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that's like this. So, like, <laughs> you want the last one? <laughs> so, now... Nah, Let's switch gears a little bit. Let's talk about only in New Orleans, right? So, like, we know y'all got the bucket hats. Y'all got the shirts. Like, what's the motivation behind y'all even getting started? Like, So, I can't take all the credit. Like, I got two partners in this. My big dog, Calvin, and my homie, Glenn. Uh, we all, like, we all from New Orleans, and we all been different places, travel a lot and shit, and we feel like the New Orleans culture is very pivotal to making us who we are, and... We all see how the city is changing, like for the good or for the bad, depending on how you feel about gentrification or whatever. But we want to preserve the culture, how we felt like what we liked about New Orleans, like how we would want New Orleans to be. So we want to just preserve the culture as much as we can. So if you see, we got the pictures in here, New Orleans shit, street signs or whatever. So mm-hmm. we just really just want New Orleans to be the New Orleans that we want it to be, even with the change. So we just want to preserve the culture pretty much. Like that's really the root of the only New Orleans, like to preserve the culture. Like our culture is only here. So that's obvious, but it's a very distinct culture too. So we want to make sure that we being the culture bears and like holding it down how we should be, how all how we all should be, really. Facts. Yeah, I mean, facts. One of my favorite parts of the store, I got like two favorite things like of this store that's like just crazy to me. One, it's the two-lane and broad sign with the Pradas on it. <laughs> that shit I do like the street New- side. I was yeah. about to say that. Too. That shit, man, New Orleans, bro. Like, yeah, they, like the shoes in itself, yeah. bro. Like that's my shoes. Yeah, two-lane and broad. Like we almost like almost right by two-lane and broad. So it only made sense. Like we. Really I hate Pradas though, but yeah, For hate Pradas. Those like the OGs, bro. I just hate them, bro. I, mean, I always did hate them. You can't hate them. Like, you could not like them. All right, no, nah, I don't like Because everything is not for everybody. I get that. Because some shit, I'd be like, damn, I would never wear that, but I could still appreciate it. Yeah. But the peas is like, it's pivotal to New Orleans. Yeah. But you, but you <laughs> got to remember, they had that ever with Hurricane Chris was doing the. Uh, but that was the feline shit. Yeah. We didn't co sign that. We only co signed <laughs> the real peas, dog. Like, if you was around from like the era, like, 06. To like maybe like oh that's man. the era I'm talking but, about, but that's the era when the real peas was, was really popping. was popping too for us too. So it's like True. it was like for me, dog. The peas was like a rite of passage. It was like man, nigga. I seen on your one of your other pies like y'all was fucking refreshing shit and like getting some of y'all first pieces yeah, out that bitch. Yeah. For me to go in sack and get my first pair of peas. That was like a rite of passage. Like, let's look, he like my fucking hood about Mitford. Yeah. Like, <laughs> niggas was coming about age. Mitford, yeah, yeah, like for us though. So like, shit like that do be coming to me. Yeah, that's like crazy. so for me. I'll never like go against the peas. The peas is like <laughs> that's like a Superman cape for a nigga, dog. Like it's to the point where I didn't did so much to get peas. I know what I had to go through to get them bitches. Like yeah, so, I really right. appreciate them bitches. You so can swag like, the peas to this day. To this day, bro. Yeah, like I, only threw, I threw them up there after a night of wearing them, and I was just like, "You're retired." But yeah. I got more. I got more in the stock because that's all. That's old pairs. That's not yeah. the new shit. Like that's not the new design. It's not the new shape. That's the old shape. You only fuck with the old shape. The new peas. We don't co-sign new peas either. <laughs> we only co-sign the old peas. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. But yeah, so but nah, I, uh, the piece that was very poor. That was like definitely a conscious decision we made to put that particular shoe up there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because for all of us that missed them to all of, like all of the parties of the store, we all like was in that era. So that phase. The peas a little bit before me saying like I ain't even gonna cap like when the peas was popping. Like, my cousin was on, like, the Kohans and shit like that. See, Kohan like, was a wave, too. Yeah. The Kohan, the Sperry's, the Rockports. I know you're about to say Rockports. Rockport. I hate Rockports. I hated Rockports, too. I hated, rock, I hated, I hated Rockports, too, because the bitch was too close <laughs> to, like, geriatric. <laughs> yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, the <laughs> orthopedics. Yeah, they had a fucking, they had a wave, but it was, like, that was that era. Like, the P's, the Kohans, but the P's was, like, the, the, the upper echelon. Like, yeah, definitely was the upper echelon. Like, you was lit. The Kohans, you was... Suitable. I was scared of niggas with rock ports. Nah. Nigga the rock ports was bad as a motherfucker. For me, and the peace, and it was like, like if I seen a nigga in a piece, I knew like you was low key like a big dog in my eyes. <laughs> like you really had it, bro. Like because we I had the Kohans, because the Kohans was like one affordable. It was affordable. Yeah. It was affordable. The Kohans was like one twenty. But the Kohans like, the is legit though. I still got Kohans to this day. Like as far as dress shoes and shit, I still well, Kohans is still player. It's just the right shit. Yeah, you know what I mean some shit is still timeless. That's just, like I look at shit like fashion wise. Not to segue, but fashion-wise, I like to just get shit that I feel like it's timeless. Like, so if it's some shit I feel like that's gonna have history, like cause even peas, my fucking pops knew about peas. It's not like some shit that we just came up on. It's like, mm-hmm. and like, and how fashion is now with streetwear and like everybody making tennis shoes. Peas was like one of the first shoes for us that really was like a tennis shoe designer. Like, we designed mm-hmm. a tennis shoe, like so. Damn, that is. Ways. And the bitches yeah. will keep dressy too, like. Man, P's the only shoe you go to interview, date, <laughs> play basketball in, bro. Like, the bitches is the multi-purpose, all-purpose shoe. Non-slip, bro. Them yeah. Bitches. 700, you get every penny on them bitches. Because it's a legit, it's a legit boat shoe. It's, it is a legit boat shoe. Yeah. It's America's Cup, so it's really a legit boat shoe. So, it's just, them bitches functional. That's what I'm worried about, P's. Functional. functional. <laughs> <laughs> so, you take that approach, like, how you describe the P's. Timeless, right? Functional. When it comes to like the selective pieces that that you want to put into the store, selecting brands that you want to put into the store, yeah, you taking that same mentality into your selection process. Because like one thing you told me was like, if your shit ain't up to quality, not putting it in anymore. Right, right. So it's definitely the thought process is most. So I ain't gonna say everything we have in the store in timeless, but I would say that it's on par with where we at now with fashion. And some shit now, if it's hot now, it doesn't have to always age well. Like some things I have, mm-hmm. I feel like it made it age well, but it, you know, it was hot in that moment. Exactly. So. It's just more so for the store. I want shit to be on point as far as just the quality wise, like consistently dropping shit, not just coming with one or two pieces, like really just having a decent collection so we could all win. You feel me? Like, cause no telling who may come to the store if you only got one shirt, one size. It's just like, Thanks. I want you, I just want somebody to be consistent and just like really grow with us. Cause we growing, so I want to grow with whatever brands we fucking with too. Like, I don't want to get nobody too Thanks. established. I want to be able to grow with them too. So, Thanks. but I want you to be nice. I, I feel like. You, you ain't putting no bullshit in here. Yeah, like, you should Hey, know. nigga, don't try to submit no bullshit in here because nigga ain't taking nah, it. Nah, right. And you should know what's nice. And I feel like some people have to have tell no, but uh, well, I sit down and explain to them why it's a no. And it's not no forever. Like, I've been told no in my, a lot of my life. So I understand, like, that's just not forever. It just mean go harder. I think that's the realest shit you could do. Like, not only, like, one, I feel like nowadays, like, people hear yes too much. And, like, nah, that no will be hurting niggas different. Like, I feel like niggas... Feelings be sensitive. Man, I would just, like you need to hit that no because it's like that's the only way you gonna really grow. And then you sitting out telling niggas like, look, why the no? Yeah, telling niggas why the no is way more helpful. Yeah. But, but it's all it's all about your approach too because I think a lot of times like you know we used to just want, we used to yeah. So when nigga do tell you no, you taking it personal, but yeah. it's never personal with me. It's always business and always like what's best for everybody involved. Like and really, if you want me to help you with what you're doing, I'm always willing to help. Like how y'all hit me about the pie, I didn't second guess to do this shit. I was fucking with. 
with it from the jump. When I seen y'all follow, I started watching the shit on my own volition. And I was like, when dude asked me, I'm like, yeah, I do it. Like, it wasn't no, I'm, I'm all for helping anybody from the walls that's trying to like turn up in the right way. So. That's why I us too. I mean, for, Even I, I respect that. Yeah, I respect no, definitely, definitely, <laughs> the strippers, definitely the strippers, bro. Definitely the strippers. Bro. Niggas but, said definitely the strippers. Yeah, if like they got a, bro, if they got a stripper that blew from the city, we got to interview. Now I'm trying to get a stripper like now, like you, you remember like the wave mini cat had in the city. Like we need like that stripper for now, like the from game, the city. The game is just so different now, bro. Like the social media made everything like every stripper is like low key a celebrity now. Yeah, they it's feel not. like that. But dude. but but I respect it because this is what it's what the game is. Like you can't hate the game. You got respect it. Like shit evolve and shit change. Like I don't want to be one of them old niggas that's like, oh yeah, it's not how it used to be. I won't be like I don't also don't want to be the old nigga like I'm just on a new shit either. Yeah, I, yeah. I won't be <laughs> respectful of what's gracefully. going. I won't be respectful of what's going on. Support what's going on from afar. However, I can support it in a you know way that I feel comfortable and like just let it be that. Yeah, how old are you, bro? I'm thirty, bro. Damn, well, that ain't that old, dude. Yeah. It's not 30, that old. Yeah. It's not that old, but it's just like damn. It just so you. Oh my god, I'm gonna let you. No way. Uh, what? Now, but I say so you like a 2010 graduate. Oh nine. Oh nine. So it's. What I'm saying is like I'm not I don't consider myself to be old. Like I feel like I still could tap in with y'all, but it's more so like shit like within a five year range, a lot of shit changed, you know what I mean? Shit so like like I was talking about before the shit started, like bro, and McMain niggas went under on was like for us, it was like nigga trying to get any pair of black shoes we could get. Like we trying to have every pair, I'm trying to have a pair of shoes every day of the week to start the school. Like I'm trying to start with five, six pairs of shoes to start man, the school. You, school year. you know what shoes really got me into like speaking of like the school shoe shit, because I feel like that shit like so important and it's lost now in like New Orleans like charter school system. Very pivotal brother. Bro. My seventh grade year I was at three five, bro. We was on the back stairwell by the gym going to like fit period, bro. Yeah. Nigga walked up the stairs in a pair of Bordeaux sevens. And I'm like and that go with y'all uniform. Bro, that changed. Like, really, that y'all shit, have to, that change. Like, I'm going to say this on air, too. I was in the Bordeaux 7 line. I'm going to say this on air, too, though. Like, sideball, 3-5 had the coldest uniforms for dudes. The brown the, paper the, bag? The, 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 the dicky fit? Yeah, the all khaki dicky fit, bro. That's a legendary <laughs> uniform. I got to salute that. I always... Hated on it in school, but now that I'm out of school, years removed, I got to salute. Three five had the coldest. I'm admit, I feel you admire though, and I, I hate to say this school though. It's a West Bank thing though. Helen Cox had the all black. Uh, yeah. They had the, the all. Button, the yeah, they had the black. That bit was fire too. Oh, that <laughs> that shit was fire. It's my era though. I ain't just. But no, no, no. That was fire too. Like I've seen that from afar. That was a fire shirt. I hate that. I hate Helen Cox, but they had the all black. The all black fire. That's hard. That's like some Saints shit. When the Saints were all black, you know about the lit. That Dicky fit, bro. I think that Dicky fit iconic, bro. Because it's like. Bro, that shit used to get so hectic in school to the point where, like, you know where nigga got their dicky fit from because of the color of the dicky tag. You know what I'm saying? Boy, you, know, you, had the, if you had that red. <laughs> you had that red. You wasn't right. You wasn't right, boy. You're not living righteous, bro. That, but, but, hey, my mama old, could not get my dicky from Walmart, yeah, bro. Gotta go to Soldier yeah, Stepping Stones or something. Like, like. I really appreciate my mom for being a fashionable person, dog. Like, she understood. Like, that's one thing I can say about my mom. Like, it never been an issue where it's like, why do you need this? Like, why? Like, you know, long as I was doing what I was supposed to do in school, she was fully supportive of whatever I want to cop. Like, some shit was just out of the price range. Like, D, I'm not fucking with that. But most shit, especially shit like that, the dickies, we getting no that's how, that's how my people was. Like, that's how nah, they was, too. I had to get my shit out the mud. My mom sent me to school one day, bro, and I'm fucking Kmart G nights to 3-5. But I'm, I'm in class trying to like hide my shoes with a book sack. I ain't go bro, throw nothing away. That's away. intense. I ain't go in the cab. That's intense. That's <laughs> intense you know moment, bro. Saying, it was, it was, it was, we had, everybody had like skip class one day. We, I was in like PE or some shit. This was eighth grade, bro. Niggas on like the backyard and Shawty had told me. They were, everybody was ripping. And like I'm laughing, bro. And Shawty was like, 
She was like, uh, she was like, you laughing? What them is? She was like, them, she was like, I give you a hundred dollars if you could tell me what they it's is. Up, bro. Nah, it's I'm up like, now. It's yeah, up. It's up. Because it's like, like, I ain't got to go off for it. It's like fifteen people like that. That man's little boy. That New Orleans high school classroom, bro, is a vicious situation, bro. I used to go to school for. Prepared to rib every yeah. day. Like, I'm prepared for every reaction. Nigga scoping itself out in the morning. It was so funny, I know what nigga's gonna rib about. <laughs> Boom, I'm on that. It's so I got a rebuttal for everything. Like, at the, at the point I was going to school, like, I would say I was a very, like, I don't wanna say I was popular or no shit like that, but as far as, like, gear went, though, like, my life was committed to that shit, dog, at that point in time. Like, I was committed to, like, making sure I was always the freshest person. Like at my school for sure. Like, and I feel like anybody that went to man that ever will vouch for me. I made I made it a point where you can talk about anything else, me being chubby, me being short, bitch, you never gonna talk about me not being fresh. <laughs> like that's just how I always felt. Like, and I can say I can thank my mom for that shit, dog. Cause she was always like one of them people, like, make sure you iron your shit, make sure your shit match. Like she was always on my ass about that. So I just like ingrained that shit in myself, like even to this day, like I make it to make it a point to be on point. Like, cause how you look is the first thing people see. So, I don't never tell a nigga, like, you shouldn't wear this, you shouldn't wear that, but, like, your physical presentation, dog, is very important. Like, and even how you smell, all that shit. Like, before we start the pot, I make sure I spray cologne, like, right quick. Like, it's important. Nigga, smell that. What that, what that is on? That's a uh, centerpiece bond. Some shit. You be on that bond? I really ain't gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna flex because, <laughs> I ain't gonna flex because I really did this shit because I've seen, I watched y'all pie and y'all was talking about the clones. So I wanted yeah. to make sure I had some adequate shit because y'all like, <laughs> nigga wear this, like, shit, nigga wear, you like, nigga should wear bath and body works or nigga should not. I'm like, man, I gotta make sure. I had to make sure, dog. I had to make sure. Nigga don't half ass with the sense, bro. Like, nah, you can't, especially at this age that we at now, like, bro. To stand apart in this world, like with the scammers and everything else, dog, you really gotta, you gotta <laughs> be on point. You gotta be on the point. The scammers, bro. you niggas is fucking a game. The game bro. is all the <laughs> way fucked up, bro. bro the nigga, game is all the way fucked up. Boy, the scammers got, uh, it be bitches, just, got bitches spoiled. Yeah. The scammers got things, hundred dollar bills is just like nothing. Yeah, bro, like nothing. Bro, I be hearing chicks talk about like fucking with scammers, bro, like. The way they be making it seem like a thousand dollars is just nothing, nothing to a scammer. Like, it's just really not because it's not his money. Like, and, and, you know and, and in life in general, like with inflation and shit, like everything is just more expensive, bro. Like everything is just higher now. Like and the yeah, things we bro. like now as we get older is just more expensive. Shit like cologne more expensive. Like we're not just copping polo black no more. Like exactly. even though I still support polo black, solid go to everyday shit. Yeah. But we just you know as you get older, your taste fucking mature, everything mature, and shit just get higher. Yeah, yeah. especially like with clothes because. I'm a nigga, I'm, I like just like certain pieces. Like, I'm a jacket guy, I'm a glasses guy, I'm a hat guy. Who like, you started saying pieces? <laughs> <laughs> nigga, switch the vocab. That's the 2022 yeah. shit, dog. Like, Come niggas, on, niggas man. Put, Brand new Austin. Nigga, nigga been saying shit pieces. On, nigga putting on pieces. Everything now, garments from now on, huh? <laughs> <laughs> dog, very technical but shit. But nah, nah, I'm really particular on like jackets and stuff like that. Cer- certain things I know nah. that I can wear this shit five seasons from later and it's still gonna be fresh. And that's how I am, dog. Like, I like to just cop shit that I know for sure, like, and really, not to keep bringing up my mom, but like, she just a very major part of my life, but it's just more so like, I, my fa- my style now is pretty much like shit that my mom would probably have put me in at that point when she was dressing me, but just more refined. Facts. So I'm kind of like going back to like, I was on the design shit heavy, but I'm kind of going back to polo shit heavy, mm. back to Lacoste shit heavy. Like Same. I'm going back to shit that you just, I really, I'm going back to shopping at Macy's. Yeah, <laughs> really. Nah, like, when it be like for fashion for me, like it's the same thing, like it's being refined. Like when I was in like high school, that's when like Giant Elliot was popping up. And I tell a story about when I went about the Giant Elliot right, and that bitch was terrible. You know what I'm saying? Like nigga be really learning that like 
Like, I feel like I, I'm about to make 25 next week. Like, I feel like I know my bag now. You know what I'm that's saying? That's the point, like, dog. 25 to 30, bro, like, that's when you kind of, like, now that I'm at 30, I feel like my style going to be, like, what it is. Like, I ain't really about to be going too far strand from this. Trying thing. to different yeah, shit. Yeah, right? I'm really comfortable where I'm at, dog. Like, and a lot of shit I really want, I already got, like, so... Cause like I said, I really been doing this shit for a minute. Like the shoes and shit. Like I'm to the point now where I'm wearing shoes that's falling apart and shit. Now so, like oh he he really a kicks yeah. guy. Yeah, definitely, bro. Now I used to boy. Well, I used to be. Bro. I used to be on the shoe game. That's I used to be kicks. on Soul Collector. <laughs> hey, Soul Collector bro, used to be crazy. So I was on so much shit, boy. Even before so High got that's when they had the, the vlogs. So, so High shit. got yeah exactly. Yeah. So I got into that shit. Sneak geeks. Yeah. I got an older brother. My older brother like was big into shoes and like I always wanted to do whatever my older brother did as far as like fashion wise. So we used to be like on Nike Talk heavy. I used to be on Nike yeah, Talk. Nike like, talk. I'm never one of those people like in high school. On the bro, blog post. All Nike I did talk. was just like play 2K and stay inside and like in. Be on Nike Talk, dog. Like, pick your shoes. Pick like, your all shoes. All I, bro, <laughs> pick all your I, shoes had everything. Bro, all I did was just, like, look for shoes. Like, look for release dates. Like, really call stores in different cities. Like, at one point in time, bro, I was really sending people money orders for shoes. Just before they even had a debit card. I was sending money orders for shoes without even knowing I'm going to get the shoes get back. Yeah. Yeah. But that's when the sneaker That's game, that era. The sneaker yeah. game was much more different. It was friendly. Like, people wasn't really... It was a real over, community. It wasn't hitting yeah. over the head. It was more so like, we really want to see people who want shoes to have the shoes. So it was a different time. Prices wasn't insane yeah, like yeah, that. Bro. Pick your shoes on one of the websites that had like... Everything. 1999, yeah. Penny Hardaway's like vintage yeah. ones. Yeah, like type yeah. because the shit was different, dog. At one point in time, though, we used to go like to stores... And like, just ask what y'all have like that's not out like old shit. Cause them stores like even Foot Locker have old shit like random sizes. You know, we used to be the store, bro. Foot Action and fucking Esplanade Mall, brother. Bro, like, <laughs> bro, Foot Action and Esplanade Mall. If you trying to get any kicks in the two thousand, Esplanade Mall. Foot Action so, and Esplanade, Esplanade Mall, mall bro, was the way. Line. Niggas don't really remember. Or niggas may do remember. Lakeside was a trash mall as far as kicks go. Yeah, like they didn't have the shit. Like, that was Esplanade, family white people. Yeah, mall. Esplanade, dog. We had to we used to go there like five in the morning, six in the morning for the releases. Dog. Like I remember distinctly. Dog, like waking my grandma, waking my daddy up. Like they didn't really understand, but they'll bring me. Like I said, school shit. If you do good in school, your people gonna fuck with you. I always did good in school, so my people always fuck with me. <laughs> That's facts, dude. So I remember when dude. the 15s came out, my uncle was bigger than big in shoes, right? That's why the 15s, one of my favorite J's, foot action, Esplanade Mall. My uncle had the hookup. You know, back in that day, what J's used to come out on what, Thursdays or some shit like that? Thursdays, Thursdays and Saturdays. But then it was Thursday, they moved to Saturday. Saturdays to keep niggas out of, like, yeah. from skip to school. school. Yeah, but I remember going with my uncle at, like, 5 o'clock on a Thursday. This nigga had been copping so many J's. He knew everybody over there. Nigga holding his shit, like, are we going to pick them bitches up Wednesday night? This before they started putting a little thing on the register to where you can't ring the release in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that real sneaker culture era. Yeah, I done been through a lot of shit with the shoe shit. I done seen the shit change to what it is now. Like, I kind of been through all the... I ain't gonna say all the era because I wasn't there, like, when the shit first started. But for sure, like, I probably was big into that shit from, like... I probably started being big into the shoe shit probably, like, 05, right before Katrina. Like, 05, like, when I was able to, like, to start having a little money on myself, like, cutting grass or whatever. Like, that was my hustle, cutting grass. I cut grass fucking for years to get a pair That's of jobs. That's crazy. Yeah. I used to cut grass and I used to, I used to sell... Uh, Food on my window. For like, such a thing. Like, 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 you was a candy man. You was a candy man. You was a candy man. That's funny. You just be eating all the food, baby. Yeah, nah, <laughs> I ain't so, never That's nothing grass. for a young nigga to do if you Cut grass, dog. That was my hustle, dog. Like, still to this day, like, it's so funny. My last name feels so I was like, yeah, dog. Like, it's no wonder yeah. why I cut grass. You in that bitch. Yeah, it's like, my name is my name for a reason, dog. <laughs> like, so you felt like you always had this, like, this entrepreneur's Spirit? Nah, dog. I ain't even gonna lie to you, bro. Like, 
I had the spirit to just get money to get the shit I wanted, but it was like I was willing to do whatever it was that I had to do to do the shit. Not no wild shit, but like, you know, I had to cut grass, I had to wash clothes, whatever, but it wasn't in the sense of like, I'm trying to make this money to do something. It was make the money just to get, get what fresh, I want. Yeah, 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 just to get fresh. But uh, I went to school and shit, dog. Like, I went to school with the mindset of like, I'm going to go to school, I'm going to go to college, I'm going to get a job, and like, that's what it's going to be. And yeah. I did do that. Like, I went to school, I went to LSU, finished that shit. I went to Southern, went to law school, finished that shit. So, so you a whole lawyer? Yeah, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what the fuck? What's your, what's your, your, uh, your major? I mean, so yeah. I majored your in poli side. I majored in poli side, but as far as like law shit, I didn't really pursue the shit. Like I really just kind of left it alone. Like to do this, honestly, bro. Like because working a few internships, I did work. I realized like it just wasn't like. What, fulfilling? Yeah, fulfilling at all, you know what I mean? But I still fuck with the shit. Like, I'm still tied in because I'm in a situation where I'm getting my student loans paid off. So I'm still in a situation, but uh, it's, not, like, it's not my passion. My passion has always been, like, shoes and shit, like shoes, clothes. I've been passionate about that, but now I'm in a position where it's like, I can do that and it makes sense. Like, I remember growing up, I applied to probably every shoe store and probably, like, never even got a Thanks. call back. Yeah. <laughs> never got a call back. And I'd be like, damn, like... I worked that finish now. I was like, bro, like... How do I not fit the requirement? Like, dude, I know like everything about you. It, it was to the point where I was like, I was t- I was going to the interviews and telling people like, bro, I work for free. Yeah, like I just really want to be in the store. I want to be around the shoes. I really want to just have access to this shit, like just to see the shit. Like now that I had the spot, I could walk in the back and look at the shoes. Like that in itself is fulfilling, like to me. But the school shit, dog. The shit was like the school shit was dope because I got to really experience a lot of shit, and I really became the person that like I. You know, wanted to be like I was able to like to grow. Like going to school was like I was far enough from my people to the point where to like really see who I really wanted to be. Like growing up, like I really was like inside a lot. Like you know, like I said, I really was on the computer, like on the game, shit like that. Thanks. But uh, school, going to school really made me more social. And, like I got to meet people from different parts of the fucking country. Like just really just live and just like like literally just live though. Like mm. be down bad, like yeah. fucked up financially. Turned up financially, like Thanks. nigga did a lot of shit, dog. So, but nah, like, uh, so the entrepreneurial spirit didn't come until like later in life, dog. Like, you know, until I was like, man, I'm doing all this work for these people. I could do this myself. Yeah. And that's just kind of where I'm at with it now. Yeah. But I want to talk about school real quick. Cause like, I for agree sure. with you. Like, like growing up, I was, I was a nigga playing outside with their friends and shit. Yeah, of course. Bikes. But like, I really was an inside nigga too in the sense that like, nigga gonna be on that game, nigga gonna be on the computer, like. You know what I'm saying? So, like, Thanks. I agree, like, when I got to college, like, I ain't really start getting, like, in, in, in the terms of, like, being outside, like, hanging out. I ain't really start hanging out to, like, my junior year in no, high school. Facts, right? bro. So, facts. like, when I got to college, that was, like, me, I'm, like, I, like, I'm really, like, I'm Joseph Bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, outside, outside. Yeah, like, I'm That's one me of, too. I'm one of the people, like, I tell everybody, bro, like, everybody don't need college. Like, I feel like I needed college. You know what I'm saying? Like, college yeah. forced me to mature and grow up. Like, I feel like I wouldn't be this nigga sitting here. If I never went to college, like, yeah, I was. College, like, I feel like that shit forced a nigga just to be in like uncomfortable situations. Yeah, college really helped me like observe more people. Yeah, because I was, I guess I, was, I wasn't say I wasn't close off, but I hang with my people. Yeah, you know I hang with people like that I dream with. Fuck with college. That's when you just be, you know you what I'm saying? Everybody learn each other. <laughs> so you, what you, you learn what you don't like. Yeah. You learn who you don't like. Yeah. Just being in New Orleans and you not necessarily saying everybody is sheltered. Like you say, you fucking with who you fucking with. Going to school, going away somewhere else is like, I always suggest, like, even if you don't go to school, I suggest like move away for a little second. Just really go live your life and just see what else is out there, dog. Because New Orleans is a very specific way of living. Thanks. So, Bro, my dad always told me like when I was coming out of high school, I originally wanted to go to Xavier. He was like, 
bitch, leave the city. Like, he used to always tell me that, like, bitch, leave the city, right? So he used to call like, you a bitch until you leave the city? That's, that's a very New Orleans thing. It's very New Orleans thing. My dad do the same thing. I was just thinking, you heard your bitch ass daddy do the same thing. Huh? Huh? <laughs> I smacked the fuck out right, you in this camera. And my daddy would beat your daddy. If your daddy what? was down the road, my, my daddy would beat your daddy. Get back to your story. My daddy has definitely not about to get into that. We're not about to get into that. But look, country niggas like, whoop the shit out of city niggas. Nah, bro. My daddy used to have to fight every day to go to school. But listen, my country daddy really from a different beast, bro. Trying to tell him, bro. My niggas know how to do everything. All right. Fight, cook, clean, all that. Same, my daddy, too. But listen. He can't cook. Could. He could? Yeah. That's why I learned how to cook. My mama can't cook. But anyway. When they go say my daddy used to be like, bitch, lead a city, lead a city, lead a city. Like originally I was supposed to go to like University of Miami. Like I went on a campus visit and everything. And like mm-hmm. I ain't go. So like week before orientation, they ended up going to Southeastern. And like I feel like that's like the best decision nigga ever made for themselves. Cause I feel like I used to feel like this. I used to feel like fuck, like, like I used to like follow people I went to high school and I'm looking like, bro, like I feel like I'm missing out on shit that's going on in the city. But like for myself, that was the best thing I could have ever did was remove myself from the city. Like especially like actually like moving to Hammond and bro, not coming home. Bro, like that that's the best, best thing best. I could have ever did for myself. I say bro. I could I agree with you, bro. Going to LSU was the best decision I made in my life, bro. Like I was supposed to be going to Tulane. My people was like your people, like kind of tell me like, bro, you should really go somewhere else. Cause my brother ended up going to school here and. I seen like the limitations that he put on himself by going to school here. Like you still around your people, like you kind of still got a, a crazy safety net. Going out of town, like just going a few miles away is like you don't feel comfortable calling your parents every fucking week. Like you gonna yeah, call your people, don't get it wrong, but you know you not really want to call. You don't want to really keep going back to that well. Yeah, yeah. essentially you just gonna struggle. Yeah, yeah. You just gonna exactly. Move the and, then, that and then being yeah. in a way with other people in that same boat, we just struggle together. So we had twenty, then you had ten, and we gonna really have thirty. That's whatever. college. Yeah, that's, that's real college. We talked for about it on one of our pods, bro. It's been many a nights, nigga, done matched meals. Like, like I got oh, chicken, no. you got, nah. you know what I'm saying? Nah, like, facts, dog. Like we used to have like real family vibe, dog. Like we were just all. Up. Like whatever we had, we'll put together shit. We're gonna cook some shit. We're gonna go get some shit. Like, I'm one of them people that were like, I'm really family oriented too. So, like, my friends like my family too. So, like, when I went out there, I ended up linking back up with my other homie. His name, Devin, too. We went to Lusher together and uh, we linked back up in college. We became best friends in college and like we stayed together and shit. So, it was just like, we just really struggled together. We turned up together. It was really a, a great experience, bro. Like, and LSU in that era was just a different fucking era. Yeah, you used like, to get Reeves and shit. Different era, bro. Like, it was like, when we showed up at LSU, bro, it was just like a regular school. And it was turned up. But it was to the point where niggas was not doing nigga shit. Like, we came there and we started smoking at tailgates. I feel like we are uh, fucking the reason that niggas smoke at tailgates or publicly at any school, period. In Louisiana. Because we did that shit, we would be pulling up to school, like even Southeastern, nigga be like, damn, y'all niggas smoking in public? I'm like, yeah, why not? We smoke in public in New Orleans, so yeah. we smoke in public everywhere. It's us. So it just really, it is what it is. So we was like kind of renegade with the weed shit, dog. Like, we really like, the weed shit for us, dog, in college, like, that's when we kind of started fucking with Spitter even harder. The weird shit was like bubbling and very crazy. So we yeah, just- Yeah, that's that using, using, bro. He just said, oh, he graduated with nine. I graduated with yeah. nine, bro. So I was in college. like That's that, that era. That's, that's that, that era. Planes that was yeah. yeah, that was that era of like Smokey Robinson. You lived that and all shit. That. Yeah, we lived that shit, dog. Like, so uh, it was just a dope experience, bro. Like, just me, like I said, meeting people from different places, dog. Like, and just being on your own, like, just having yourself to really grow and expand. Like, I feel like being in the city sometimes is like, you're not necessarily in a box, but it's like, it's only so much that you really, you know, can experience here. Like in any city, even from fucking New York or Miami, I'm sure yeah. like when you get out, get out, you know, you gotta, you know, you're gonna see new shit. So going to BR was like 
lit as fuck. Like, yeah. I, I can't even put like. Hey, I be telling <laughs> niggas like people trying to shit. I kind of respect BR. I like BR. I like the vibe nah, of BR. I like the definitely. just the energy. I'm like, definitely. man, BR, nice. Nigga was talking about, I was telling the boy about the young boy shit, like about how nigga was like the reason. Like we was talking about the young boy Dirk shit. Like the reason nigga was like nigga gonna fuck with young boy over Dirk is just because nigga got the experience really <laughs> bad rules. Yeah, yeah, like niggas really off jiggers in a party. Like and what that <laughs> shit really look like. You get what I'm saying? What that Thanks. shit really feel like. What it's like being going to the hood, be be still, and get your plate. You get what I'm saying? Well, like very, nigga. very shouting university seafood dog. <laughs> My spot. I went there every day for like two a year, two or three years consistently. Dog, I love university. I just love BR. I got ties with my grandma from BR. My dad met my mom in BR, like at school. It was like BR was like it was kind of like meant to be for me, dog. Like I, I love it. I'll move back there if the situation presented itself. Like I'll move back to BR. Honestly, it's, it's cool enough for me. I almost moved to BR to college because I'm like I ain't really trying to move back to the city. Mm-hmm. I'm like I want like a different vibe so I can like keep my pace different. Nah, and it's constantly changing, bro. I was constantly changing. This shit constantly changing. Like from the time I was there, cause I was like, I was up there for like almost like ten years. Like cause I did the I did the undergrad shit, took a year off, worked. And then I went to law school immediately after. So it was just like, I was out there like consistently. Like, dog, I really got to the point where I wasn't even coming home. My mom was calling like, are you ever going to come back home? And it was just like, <laughs> nah, like, cause it was just like, I was comfortable, bro. Like, for the first time in my life, I really just had a place on my own. Just like, I could really just, I was really at home. Like, I felt like me, BR was home for a very long period of time. So like, I had a different relationship with that shit. You feel like later in life you gonna you gonna copy your crib in, in BR? I mean, if the situation presented itself, I'm not tweaking to go back out there, but like, I feel like, I'm really falling back in love with New Orleans right now too. Yeah. Like me being back since I've been back is like I kind of like been falling back in love with New Orleans. My people getting older and shit. My grandparents getting older, so like I kind of do like being here now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I like I got love a lot. So how um shit we really joking a bit. So how law school was? I mean, for me though, like I it was cool, bro. Like I mean, I'm a person like I always excelled in school, like. I always push knowledge. I push education. Like my people was like on me, but like my both my parents went to college, so it's like I knew that I had to go to college. I didn't really have a choice in the matter. Yes. So for me, dog, like whenever I do, I try to do it like at a high level. So I always did well in school. And for me, law school was just like more school. Like I always tell people now, like if nigga will pay me to go to school, I'll go to school forever. <laughs> but um, like, cause it's just like it's, school is comfortable for me because I know like that's something I'm good at. Like you know, some niggas that's really cabal like. You know, for a fact, you give a nigga a basketball, he know, like, I'm going to go hard. Yeah. If nigga give me a book, I know I could go hard. So, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I always, so for me, law school was just, like, another step, like, in the progression of, like, what I was doing. But I can say now, if I know what I knew now, I probably may have not went. But I went to law school with the mindset of, like, man, this undergrad degree is, like, almost like a high school diploma these days. What could I do to really differentiate myself from, like, the fucking... You know, from everybody else, and like, fuck it. If I go to law school, that's three more years for me to figure out what I'm, what I'm gonna do. And if I do go to law school, I'm gonna get this degree, and it's like, it's guaranteed a job attaches degree. Like, it's one, of, it's a specialized resource. Like, once you get the degree and do everything else you gotta do, you know, after that, you could be a lawyer. Yeah. So I, I was thinking about that, like, you know, but it was cool, bro. Like, I like school, though. Like, I like school. I don't, I like going to class. Like, I like to just, like learn shit. So, yeah. you know, what's your major was in for uh, undergrad? Uh, political science. Political wow. science. I started out as a bio major, dog. And, Same. Uh, <laughs> that shit went left very fast. You would fuck dog. with the biology? No, I was fucking with it. I love that, science, but... that study? You bro, it, it wasn't in, even bro. that, though. Like, it was not even that, bro. It's like, coming from New Orleans, dude, like... I can't speak for everybody, big man, dog. Like, it wasn't the best school. It wasn't the worst school, but 
I could say it was a it was particularly chemistry, dude. In the first week of the chemistry class, bro, we had did everything I did in my whole life in chemistry. <laughs> and and I was like, bro, if this is everything I know already, and it's just the first week. I don't see how I don't see the insight. How can I even do this shit? Like, and I kind of was doubting myself, but that was because I never had to really go hard in school either. Like, it was just, school was easy. Yeah, like, getting to that point was like, damn. Like, everybody in this bitch not necessarily smart, but everybody did what they had to do to get here. Yeah, and some people come from better situations than I came from. So I was like, man, I kind of had got down on myself. Like, man, I know I can't do this shit, so I'm just gonna switch my made some shit I could do. And that was the poly side. The poly side shit was super easy because it's like you just gotta read. It's not really analytical. It's just like read and apply. <laughs> right. So it wasn't like no learn these fucking formulas and the right time to use these formulas. So like, man, if I got if I can't make this fucking first chemistry, I'm not gonna make it four years of this shit. But wait till you yeah. got to organic, boy. <laughs> but but I'm now, already knowing this all because I struggled with stoichiometry in high school. Yeah. yeah. And now looking back, it's like. If I would have knew what I knew now, I probably would have kept going with the bio shit because I knew that like if I would have applied myself and really just locked in, I could have did this shit. But once I changed, like I'm not about to be doing this back and forth changing because like it's a money thing. Facts. It's like it's a time thing, and I made a goal to myself like that. When I went to school, I was gonna finish, and I was gonna finish on time. Like I told my mom that like you know you don't gotta worry about that shit. I'm gonna do this shit. Like so I knew that. Me switching back and forth is only add time to me being this. So I finished that shit in four years and I finished the law school shit in three years. So like that's my thing with school, dog. Like I'm gonna do this shit. Like that's I'm gonna do this shit. I wanna touch on something you said, like like how you wish you would have never switched biology. So like, bro, I interned at like LSU Medical School. Like I me really too. Did. Summer science <laughs> program. <laughs> yeah. I did that shit. Summer science program. With, that's what made me say I'm gonna do this shit. What doctor you worked with, man? Bro, it was so long ago. I don't remember, bro. But man. I for sure did that shit and I like, bro. Being a doctor is dope as fuck. No, that's some science crazy, bro. bro. Like, <laughs> put on. I don't know how you have to wear scrubs, but yeah. I wear scrubs every day. Like, bro, I felt so good. Like, in surgery, bro. bro. <laughs> me too. I got a funny story about this shit too. But uh, I used to be catching the bus from my crib from the hood to the uh, to like so, UMC. Yeah. And I was like, man, I be having scrubs on. Nigga, like, you a doctor? doctor? Yeah. <laughs> and I be like, nah, nah, I'm not a doctor. I'm just intern, or whatever. But uh, that shit was a dope experience to see that shit. But they gave me the white coat, bro. I used to be all in Walgreens with, with that coat. bitch. With that bitch, dog. But the funniest thing. Dog, the first time in that bitch, bro, they're like, yeah, D, you gonna be in the OR. I'm like, okay, cool. Operating room. Like, this is what I want to do in yeah. the first time. I'm about to really be in the action. Bro, the first thing they put me in, like a little dude that got hit up like 15 times. Ooh. Emergency room? No, just in the OR. Like, he was in the ER. They got him stayed. Emergency there. surgery. Yeah, emergency yeah. surgery. So, I'm in that bitch. I'm like, damn. And I had seen people be shot before, but never like that up close like this. Man, the first thing I did was like, I just felt my head just get light. I pass out. The next thing I know, bro, I'm in a hospital bed. <laughs> first day at work, bro. I'm like, man, no way. But I like, that was just, it was a fucking real shocking experience. Like, I was like, damn, what the fuck? But then I shook back. But that was a dope experience. It made me really want to be a doctor, bro. Like, I like, then the nigga telling me how much they make. I'm like, yeah, this is what nigga need to be doing. Like, nigga really getting paid, but just to show up and just do bro, this. I want a Rolex the Yacht Master 2 because my doctor had one. Bro. BMW imported from Germany. That bitch don't even got no park on. You gotta put that bitch in neutral and use the emergency brake. Like, <laughs> different shit, dog. Like that's a beautiful thing, though, dog. Like being able to see eye open and shit at a young age, dog. Like it pushed me in the right direction because I always knew that, like, man, you don't gotta, like, you don't gotta always do illegal shit to get to the paper. I always did know that. You feel me? Because my people put me in situations to see people successful in other avenues of life. So I always mm -hmm. exposed to that. Like I went to Lusher growing up, so. 
I grew up like around people like having different situations, people, parents being doctors and shit. So I knew that it was a way to get you paid. knew the other side. Yeah, I always did know that I seen the hood shit because my pops went to jail and shit. So I knew about that. But I also I stayed in the hood. But I also was going to school with people that's like legitimate people. So. Facts. Like I feel like I got that same duality. Like where I feel like sometimes, bro, I feel like I, have, I be having like an identity crisis where I feel like I be feeling like I used to feel like I don't got like a New Orleans experience because like. Oh, my people wasn't in the streets, but it's like I feel like I got like in my eyes, I feel like I got the perfect New Orleans experience for me because like my mama a nurse, my daddy a police officer. You get what I'm saying? Like I got an auntie that used to work with lawyers and shit like that, but yeah. I also got like cousins that went to jail. You know what I'm saying? Like I got cousins that be on drugs and shit. So it's like nigga kind of see both sides, and I feel like that allowed a nigga to like really like when I got to college, for instance, I realized like I could really talk to anybody, bro. Like, yeah, exactly, bro. You know what I'm saying? And, like, and me doing the school shit, dog, like, it kind of was like me fine. That was like my niche. So even that main dog, they had niggas that really was in the streets when I was in high school, but they fucked with me because I didn't really try to be out my box. Like, you know what I mean? Like, nigga, mm-hmm. like, man, this nigga D, he a cool dude, he get fresh, but he fuck with the books. We not even gonna fuck with dude because dude don't even try to be in this lane. Like, you know, I always was like, I know who I am. And that's one thing I can say about going to Lusher, bro. Like, they gave me the confidence to just be who I am. I never really felt like I had to be harder than I was or be somebody I'm not. I really take pride in my education. Like, you know, I, I don't really always talk about how I should, but it's not something I hide. Just like, it don't really come up in conversation often because niggas not really trying to hear that. Like, I be trying to push the book shit heavy on niggas, but it's like, you gotta really, like, how you say, the pressure shit really made you, you was already on me, but the pressure shit really was like, I'm gonna fuck with dude even more. Yeah. So that's just how it is, though. Like, you gotta show niggas like that, man. You could do all this shit, like, and still be a cool nigga. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. You definitely gotta do that. Yeah. You definitely gotta do that. Talk niggas like, oh, you can't be the same. Like, you can't be a cool nigga and be a fresh nigga nah. and be a smart nigga. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. You can do whatever you wanna do, dog. Like, you, that's why I tell niggas, dog. Like, I always tell people, like, bro, just be who you is, dog. Like, people gonna fuck with you more. Like, Thanks. But talk about like talk about the books, bro. Like, what was your motivation for even starting building that book club? Like, and explain the name. Like, first, yeah, explain and explain building that book club. Why you went with that name, and then explain why you felt the need to start. All right, so it's a multi-level thing, bro. So, in the BR days, in the BR days, dog, uh, this was kind of like I'm not gonna get too deep into it, but like the BR days, like that's when I first started really getting money. Like, I'm gonna just say that. Like, the BR days, (laughs) I really started getting money. So at that point in time, it was like. I was just like, man, what could I buy that's like niggas not really getting? And at that point, the BBC shit was still not, it wasn't in Milano, it wasn't in every fucking gas station at this point, it was still like very selective. Mm-hmm. So, so underground shit. Yeah, it was still like, it was still kind of like on a, you know, it was BBC, it was still BBC, don't get it twisted, it was still BBC, but it was like everybody. Everybody had BBC. Everybody wasn't on it, and it was at yeah. the era when like niggas didn't see their point of paying $50 to $100 for a t-shirt either. So it got to a point where- mandatory. Exactly, so they had a spot in BR, shout out to private stock. Uh, yeah, yeah shout out to private stock when it was on government. Just I'm talking about the private stock on government with the dollar bills on the ceiling. Uh, I always used to go in that bitch and be like, man, I'm just going to cop all the BBC shit that you got like in my size. So it was a point in time where I was like pushing it. Like I had a hashtag on Instagram, like BBC should sponsor me. Like I used to wear this shit every day, like no repeats. I just like wear nothing but BBC. So people at LSU knew me for fucking with BBC. Nigga said heavy. no repeats. <laughs> yeah, nigga knew me from fucking with the BBC heavy. Nigga fresh as yeah. a fuck. So, so, uh, so in the in the process of my homegirl Ab, who like do a lot of like dope shit, like managing people, like branding or whatever. When I decided to do the book club, she like D, like you know. When I think about you, I always think about BBC. So like maybe you should like do a spinoff of that. Like, and I'm always for like you know. 
flipping shit or like you know making some shit my own. So she's like, man, D, you you know you already live like a billionaire lifestyle. Like you know, I feel like you gonna touch a B. Your book club should be called Billionaire's Book Club. And I was like, I didn't come up with the name. Like that's nothing. I didn't even come up with the name. She did. So she's like, man, you should just call it Billionaire's Book Club. And I'm like, man, that's dope. I'm cool Thanks. with it. But at that point, I wasn't really even wearing BBC like at that point either. But it was just like I still fuck with the mindset and mentality of like what that what they represented. So that's how that how the name came about. And then, uh, but the idea for the book club came about because uh, I was out of school, and um, one of my professors always be like, "Bro, for you to really, like, keep training your mind, you need to keep reading. Like, you always should read books because, like, it's like lifting weights. Like, if you stop, you gonna get weaker. But if you keep going, you want to keep getting stronger. So I like, man, I'm just gonna keep reading. So I just started finding books that was actually dope to me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't really growing up, I didn't think that they had books that I was interested in. Like, we only read like The Giver and. To kill a mockingbird. Yeah, so but I was like, man, I didn't know they had books that nigga would actually be interested in. Like, and I didn't start reading until like probably like my mid twenties, bro. Like, I didn't read a book probably until like my mid twenties. So that's crazy. Yeah, so I just like, man, I'm gonna do a book club. I felt like it was at a point in time I was like, man, people need to be informing themselves, especially in the world we're living in now. It's like, and books is the best way to do that. And I just felt like, man, let me just push this shit. Like, I feel like I'm the person like that. People, if I do it, they'll receive it well. So that was just like, I just wanted to do something for me and for the people. Like, I just wanted to, like, I was reading already, and I was like, man, let me just share this with the people. So I, like, I just started the book club, pretty much. That's crazy. That's how we uh, kind of think anyway. I think uh, me talking to Charles and shit like that, I used to be telling him, like, bro, they got some shit in some books, boy. Yeah. We need to really just start <laughs> getting into it. Like, we really just start getting into these bitches, like. It go so, far, dog. It go very Yeah, far, they so. got some shit in books, boy. And then, when and the then I heard a, uh, a quote. I think I heard this from Gabe, matter of fact. Uh, Mr. Shout out, shout out Gabe Willis. Shout out Dr. Gabe. Yeah, Dr. Gabe. Shout out Dr. Gabe. <laughs> but nah. <laughs> but nah, that boy used to, I think that boy told me, man, if you, if you want hot, they used to say if you want high anything from a nigga, put, put it in the book. book. Yeah. So book. shit, that really just enlightened my mind on yeah. reading books and shit. I'm like, man, I gotta, I gotta read shit because niggas ain't about to be one up on me. Nah, definitely. And it's like, to sidetrack, so really before I started doing the book club shit heavy, uh, when Snapchat and shit was popping like hard up, I used to watch Jeopardy every day. Me and my homie Daniel, Gentilly Ralph, uh, we used to watch Jeopardy every day at my apartment. And I just started like one day just recording me playing Jeopardy. But I just be going off like hard. Like when I say hard, I'm talking about like, niggas be like, D, I know you're recording shit and just really putting, I say something. Why would I only put myself like, making right answers and I'm showing you I'm getting shit wrong too. But I was yeah. really recording, but I'll get everything right. Yeah. So. People really were like, D, you such a small person. Like, people were tapping into this shit. So like, man, let me just share like where I'm really getting the knowledge from. Like, niggas seeing the Jeopardy shit, but then like, man, what else? Like, why have you been learning this shit, D? I'm like, bro, I really be reading. Like, it was just that simple. So I just like, man, let me just show people like, I show people me turning up. Let me show people like the other, other side, side of my life too. Yeah. So that's kind of how like that kind of like the idea came. Like, man, let me just show people like, you know, reading could be cool. That's really the idea. The idea was... I want to make something, I want to make reading a cool thing again, pretty much. Like, I want people to feel like having a book is a positive. You should have your book, you have your iPhone, you should have everything on you. Yeah, facts. How often do you read? Bro, I read every day. Like, uh, so I make it a point to read like at least an hour a day. I feel like before, if, I, if I'm going to watch a show on Netflix or whatever it may be, I'm going to make sure I'm going to read before I do that or I'll get in the morning and read. Like, I tell a nigga, dog, if you get in the morning, take a shit, just grab your book, read. Read on the Yeah, no, it's, not, it's not that deep. I feel like if you read 10 minutes a day, you'll finish a book in a month. Facts. But, uh, Another thing I've been doing, like when I'm driving, because... You got audiobooks? Yeah, I'll just play some yeah. right now. Because yeah. when I drive, I'll be driving all the time because I'm in construction, so I got to okay. go check on sites and shit. Right. I'll be like, man, I'll 
I know all the fucking songs I'm playing. Let me yeah, just try to listen to yeah, something. Yeah, it just, it just, like you said, like we said earlier when we started, like, it's about that balance, dog. Like, you know, like, I read hella books, but I listen to all negative music. Facts. <laughs> so it just, it's just that balance, dog. And it's like, I just constantly want to be learned. I don't never feel like something I don't know. Like, if I don't know, then I want to learn about it. Like, you know what I mean? Whether it's fucking crypto, whether it's fucking NFTs, I want to learn about it. Even if I'm not going to fuck with it, I want to learn about it. I don't want to ever feel like I'm out the loop on some Facts. shit. Shout out to that boy Izzy, and that boy said this. He was like, bro, like the smarter I get, the less I want to hear about smart shit in my music. Or like the more violent I like bro, my music. Exactly. <laughs> bro, I'm in the same boat, bro. Like, I'd be like, man, this gonna probably like ruffle people's feathers, dog. But like, I got a fucking like, not necessarily a beef with Kendrick, but like I feel like he probably like the most overrated nigga. Oh, I don't like how you say that's that. that I, I feel that way. I feel that way because it's like you reach it for sure. <laughs> but uh, I know that joke, but I know, but I know that he's not. I know that he's not. I know that he's not. It is most of my personal preference. Like, dog, like, nigga, the, understand? The good kid, Mad City shit, it was dope. Amazing. But all the other shit, like, I mean, I'm just not really with that. You're like, not so with them? I'm not with that. Damn, I'm on some ignorant shit, too. I'm not with that. To pimp a butterfly, like, sonically, bro, lyrically, like, it's really like a masterpiece, bro. It was so funny, dog, when I first heard this shit, dog, sonically, that shit really just fuck with my ears. No, I hated the first time I like, heard it. I think everybody hated it the first time. I think that I'm the type of person, dog, like I said, really, I'm so deep into the negative music. Unfortunately, dog, it's just hard to get me out of my ways, bro. Like, I love the hit. You don't like damn, though? Nah, bro. Boy, like, damn good, is a masterpiece. And I, I, I understand that. And they got like, some ignorant shit on And I can say, me saying he overrated is a reach, but it's like, I just, he's like, I'm probably, I would say better. Like, how you say you hated the peas? I just don't like dude, like, music pretty much, bro. Like, I like shit that's like, I want to listen to music that made me feel like I'm about to catch a charge. Who your favorite artist right now? Thanks. <laughs> your favorite artist right now? My favorite artist right now, bro, is not even on no gang shit. My no, like no home. My favorite artist is fucking Drake, bro. Like I love Drake music. I feel like personally, you don't got to say no home for Drake, bro. No, but, yeah, <laughs> but I feel like I don't. Some niggas be so hard, like oh, but but really, I fuck with Drake because we both Scorpios, bro. And I'm not even into horoscope shit, but that's I be, a pause moment for sure, though. Pause, but I'm joking. But nevertheless, I feel like. The music that he make is just very relatable. Like what? It's like it's just it's like I'm not a fucking real hard person. So like I be having emotional moments and shit like that. That's kind of like how I felt about Kanye West. Like when I, when he first came out, like he was the first rapper that made me feel like you don't have to be a gangster, bro. That backpack era. Yeah, that's a lot of niggas. Exactly. I'm gonna find yeah. my pink polo picture, bro. Like, so really yeah, so that shit, that, like shit like that. So like I still gravitate to shit like that. Like the only positive shit I like is probably like, the old shit. When like you know, but. You used to listen to Lupe. That's too positive. Nah, I used to listen to a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, but uh, not too crazy, bro. But Kanye for sure. Like the most positive person I would say I listen to now is like probably like J Cole, and I only like relate to J Cole because of like the whole college shit. Yeah, I mean, like he talked about shit like you know going to college, so I can relate to that too. I remember being in school like when the shit was dropping, like. Friday Night Lights and all that shit. You was in college for the dollar and a dream tour. Yeah, bro. Like that's saying, like that era that I was in school was a different era, bro. Like even when like Wale was like coming that's up, like, all coming about. That's a, yeah. that's, a, that's a great era. Yeah. yeah, I'm so thankful. Like I feel like we all should be thankful for the era we grew up in because of uh, like we witnessing a lot of like dope shit. Like you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like from Kanye to Drake, like even Lil Wayne, bro. Like that's really my. But that's, as far as favorite artists, that's like my favorite artist ever. Lil Wayne, it's the Holly Girl connection, like. Nigga can't tell me nothing about Lil Wayne, bro. Like, I don't give a fuck what dude do. Like, I love Lil Wayne. So, Drake, Lil Wayne. But, like, new niggas, I fuck with 4 9 Heavy. Of course. Like, of course. I feel like everybody in the city should be pushing dude. Uh, like, I was telling you earlier, I like all, like, the niggas from Detroit, the Flint area, like, all that whole little movement. Of course, I listen to a lot of Lil Babe. Like, he just the hottest nigga out right now. So, it's hard to not listen to. It's hard to not listen to dude. I feel like dude nah, the hottest nigga out. He, he be on everything and Lil Baby be spazzing. But, I don't know, like, as a Lil Baby fan, so, like, I really, like, 
the baby was just randomly like I just came across little baby career early like Reese Reese put me on on actually what on like Black that harder than hard yeah like actually like really before that like I think it was called like perfect timing or some shit okay, like that yeah, yeah, that yeah. first mixtape he was sitting in front of like a house on the steps and about, yeah. like like nigga was listening to that and I feel like. I don't know. But, babe, I'm trying to think about, yeah, for sure. Like, I listen to, like, whatever's, like, honestly, like, being in a store, more, I really just put on a rap, like, playlist and just, like, that's how I be getting tapped into what's all the new shit. But I really listen to a lot of old Lil Wayne, a lot of old Soldier Slim, all the old Cash Money shit. Like, that shit, like, that shit I really fuck with. Like, you listen to R&B and shit? Yeah, I listen to, like, I love, like, 90s R&B. Like, shit that my mama played in the car. Like, so that's the thing, though. Like, I'm a very sentimental and, like, nostalgic person, so... I remember like being my mama minivan, like and her playing Mary J or Lauren Hill. Like I remember that shit. My mama took me to these concerts, like Boys to Men concert, all types of shit. So I remember like Black Street, like John B, yeah. like niggas like that, like that era. Like, I'm not so much into new R and B, but uh, old R and B, like '90s, tough, tough. Right. Right. But what you think? Like, let's let's talk about like full nine in New Orleans for a minute, right? Like. What you think of like this current like scene in New Orleans? Because I know when I was in this, I was in this thing uh, yesterday. We was talking about like full nine and Jizzle. How nigga thought Jizzle was gonna be the one that blew from the city coming off that Yep and Water remix, but it really it's really about to be Rod Full Nine because Baby and Full Two Doug look like they about to get on on a it's timing, on a Vulture bro. Island. Remix. It's definitely like, time. It's timing, but it's, it, and I think nowadays it's just about putting the music out. Like the more if your shit hot. Don't give it a time to sizzle down. That's the era we in, dog. Like, you got to be on a nigga's face, bro. Like, Lil Baby show you, like, bro, you could turn up, you just consistently drop. Like, that's what it is. Like, Lil Wayne, I feel like Lil Wayne always was Lil Wayne, but the era where he was like, I'm on the full throttle on you yeah, niggas. He kept the foot on yeah, the Yeah, bro. You feature era. Like, kept yeah, bro. Like, like you kind of like, it's, everything now is like, kind of like, he kind of baby people. Yeah. Like he babied the audience. He babied like the, the hip hop audience. And that's, to keep and, on and, 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 and not to go back to Kendrick, that's part of the reason why I really like, have an animosity towards you because like he don't really drop. I feel like when you got time to really sit there and craft some shit and you is dope because don't get me wrong, dude is dope. He's talented as fuck. But when you got sit that time to sit there and craft, of course you gonna come out with a masterpiece. You Thanks. feel me? I respect niggas that's really constantly working and don't have an issue with putting up a shot or that miss. You feel mm-hmm. me? So I fuck with that. But as far as the four nine shit though, I love what dude doing. Like I really, I really want dude to do. I feel like I'm loving to see the whole city behind him. Like all age ranges. Like it's dope to me, bro. Like I feel like it's time. Like we said yesterday. I really can't recall the last nigga that really was on a, like a national level, from the and world. I think that he had the potential to do that. The dude got the it factor to me. He do. It's just like his whole voice. I like got the conviction is, in the his voice. voice. His voice is conviction. Crazy voice, bro. His voice is crazy, and also though, like he just got the it. He had a good look about himself. Yeah. No homo. Dude got a, like he. Just, he looked like a star. Hey, bro, facts. It be, I be watching like, cause like I, I gotta be saying like I went to high school. Dude, he's like a freshman when I graduated. So like it'd be interesting for me to see like. Like what he's become, cause like I still like I be seeing him. Like I remember him being on like the basketball team. You know what I'm saying? Be like a little freshman, no haircut. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So like that'd be interesting. But like I be I be watching his interviews and shit. Like he did. I think it was like a dirty glove basket, dirty glove basket, like the off the porch shit. Okay. And he talking about like uh like that gangster shit. Like I feel like I feel like I'm happy with him being a representation in New Orleans, cause like one he embodied a youth, but two like I feel like dude mad aware of like. What the reality of what he doing is, and I feel like he doing that shit. Like I feel like he being smart about what he doing. Definitely, dog. And I think like his shit gonna be like he gonna have longevity with his shit. Like even though I used to bash him on a podcast, like that shit. Like he was dropping some trash shit for a minute, but like but bro, like thing, bro, you gotta be willing. Like I said, you gotta be willing to put up the fucking bricks. Yeah, like, like, you gotta put in the work, dog. Nigga don't come out the game, being come in the game. That shit he was putting out still wasn't trash. I still was saying that shit real? just was fire. It, yeah, it, I mean, I feel like it wasn't fire to me. I feel like it just wasn't that cold. 
But I feel like like once like once Vulture Island dropped, right? I went back and listened to that old shit, and I'm like, if he would have never put that shit out, it would have never been a Vulture Island because it was really him experimenting to get to his, right, finding yeah, his voice, yeah, his sound, yeah, like everything, sense. like finding the right production that he need to be on. Like, it's, it, dude, really doing he doing it the right way, bro. You got to put in the work to even get to like any position, dog. No wave is like just created. Like these bitches really got to be like organic, and you really got to put the work in. There's no shortcut to this. Definitely got to be organic. But I fuck with dude the long way. I, I love his music. Like even being an older person, like. I think that's dope because, like you said, he re- he really represent like what a New Orleans kid is like. When I was out there for Mardi Gras, bro, you seen Buku Rock. I seen Buku Rock. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Another nigga like another nigga like we was talking about Jizzle. Like I feel like it'd be I'd be happy to see Jizzle's success like where it is now. Cause like bro, Jizzle used to be in Hammond at South Eastern, so it's like to see Jizzle from where he was at in Hammond to like the success he had now. Like I feel like the 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 floodgates about to open for the city. Yeah, and it's like, like Rob said that I kicked the door down. I not nigga, I come through this bitch. Like, I feel yeah. like Jizzle should be, Jizzle is gonna be the next nigga because I feel like Jizzle is a legitimate rock star. Yeah, yeah, like he yeah, a rock star. Yeah, I, I really like he really lit this shit. Like that's the point. Like the rap shit is really half image. Really probably age. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It's, it's it's image, image, image. You got to be believable. Like that's the thing. So, for me. I like the negative shit, but I like the negative niggas that's really actually living shit. Unfortunately, that's not really a good thing, but it's believable. Like it's just like I that's like all. It. That's all your music really gotta be. If if nigga could feel you through the yeah. music, that shit gonna pop. I feel like it's gonna pop. I gotta be able to feel what you're saying. I gotta be able nah, to for, to, bro, for you to put me in the driver's seat of your vision, bro. Like I say this, I say this all the time. But like for me to like really fuck with an artist, like heavy. I start to watch the interviews and like I feel like if I watch yeah, your interviews bro. and you're not giving me genuine like if your bro. music if your interview not making me feel like where your music come from I feel like I really just stop listening to your music altogether because I feel like I won't like when I listen to some shit like I fuck with J. Cole heavy right like I'm versed I'm well versed in J. Cole's story right. like his shit authentic you know what I'm saying yeah that like, series the shit he did on HBO like the Forest Hill shit yeah. the Three Eyes Only shit like he just got dope shit dog and like we were, we could relate to the shit because like I said it's on a different level too it's like it's it's curated in a good way, but it's given to you in a way where it's like it, it makes sense with the music. You feel me, bro? I feel like J Cole. Just in my eyes, I feel like that nigga rap about my life. Like I feel like I could point to exactly like, like each like a song he got, and I feel like I could tell you a story. A about moment, my like sideline story, bro. Wet dreams, bro. Like uh, exactly, bro. It's, Lights, please. Like all type of shit. Exactly. Like, he make dope music, bro. Like I feel like he one of them. Like, I ain't gonna say most slept on because dude go platinum every time he fucking yeah. drive. Yeah. But just, I just feel like. It is like niggas say Drake, Kendrick, Cole, but I just feel like niggas saying Cole last, but like I feel like Cole, like if anything, like he write that too. He just might be like just so just the so last couple I, projects. Yeah, that's really it. Like but, for your eyes only. And oh, shit and like I said that. new niggas too. I fuck with. I can't forget to mention. I fuck with ESTG dog. Facts. That's I it. love ESTG dog. Yeah, I think everybody. I love that's, ESTG. that's another thing we talking about conviction. That he just believable. Yes, brother, nigga. Like. He he put together like he well put together with his rap shit. But if that rubber slip off, he he's like, yeah, I might just let hey, boy, no, that slip off. off. <laughs> yeah. That's a nigga lying right there. Yeah. Him too. Yeah, I fuck with him too. I fuck with like I, really I fuck with all the Memphis niggas like Big Thirty and fucking Shiesty. I hate Big Thirty. bro. I like Big Thirty, bro. I, like I don't Big really 30. listen to Big Thirty. I like Shiesty. I, I like, think Big Thirty cheese. Like, I like of course R. P. Dolph. Facts. I love Dolph. Uh, young I love boy, guy. young I love, boy, I, huh? A young boy guy. Fuck you, I love Young Boy. I lo- I, yeah, definitely. I fuck with Young Boy. Like I said, I was in BR at the era when he was like turning up, so like I kind of like watched the whole shit happen. So I really, was, I definitely fuck with Young Boy. What about Herb? 
I'll fuck with Herbo. I, what's so funny, I used to fuck with Bibby more than I fuck with Herbo. For and real? Not Bibby, like, behind the scenes, yeah. or like, the management shit or whatever. Executive, yeah. I used to fuck with Bibby way hard. Like, Free Crack, era, I used to fuck with that. Yeah. Like, what like you that. think What you think missing, right? So, like, we know, like, Full 9 about to knock the dude down on a national level. Like, he got barrel line uh, f- flying down here to meet with him and shit. Like, yeah. he, signed, he the first nigga out the city in, the, in recent memory with a, with a major deal through Interscope. Like, what you think missing in terms of, like, Music, streetwear, lifestyle. Like, what you think is missing to really make New Orleans like that quote unquote Atlanta where niggas is really working together? Like, just I feel like I'm not a musician, but I, from the, from the outside looking, from the music. outside looking in, it just it's just like man, we gotta just come together. You feel me more than anything? I feel like we gotta sometimes the mindset of like man, if this if I, if I help this person out, if I collab with this person, like this gonna stop my payroll or my fucking flow or my motion. But realistically, dog, like I'm a person believing like teamwork make the dream work. So it's like we come together, like even doing this pie, bro. Like I feel like me doing this pie is gonna bring more people to the store. Me doing a pie, gonna, I'm telling my people to watch y'all shit. So it's like it's mutually beneficial. Like I feel like any situation I get in, I can make it mutually beneficial. We just all on the same page. So I think niggas need to just come together and just get off some hate and shit and just like you know just really be about your paper, be about your paper. But then, like, you gonna realize they not stop printing this shit. Like, Fact. just because you get a fucking M, don't mean the next thing can't get it. They not stop printing this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I always say this, bro. Like, I remember niggas had three five versus all when that bitch was on ESPN. Okay, that bitch was only ES only on ESPN because Stan Verrett and fucking um, Michael Scott, Michael Scott came from three five. Stan Verrett yeah. came from all right. So like, them niggas is two niggas with position and power in ESPN and say we need a high school football game. Let's tap into New Orleans, right? That bitch was at Tag Garm. It was like 2010. Very New Orleans. I remember that. Yeah. So like, I, I was like, there. Very yeah, New Orleans. I was there too, right? So I feel like this, right? I feel like what's missing, I feel like everybody, like, I feel like people in New Orleans taking, like, a single-minded approach and saying, like, I'm going to be the rapper, I'm going to be the entertainer, I'm going to be the person in front of the camera. And, like, it's, it's a lot of people we have from New Orleans who are outside, and they don't publicize it, but, like, they doing shit, like, behind the camera. But I think, Definitely. like, I think we need to take, that's the approach that I'm taking, right? Like, and that's the approach that I feel you like. You mean Michael Smith, though? I'm huh? sorry, though. Michael Smith. He's Michael shit, Scott. My fault, Michael You can't Michael do him Smith, that. Son. You from Michael 35, Smith. Yeah. Ron Eagle shit, my fault. But like I feel like more of us need to take that approach of saying, let's be behind the scenes and let's like yeah, be the person can, that yeah. put them calls. Cause like, bro, like when I go to New York, I ain't going to New York just to go to New York. I'm going to New York to say like, all right, like I'm up there now. Now it's like, all right, like, is this nigga from the city? You know what I'm saying? How can I help you? Somebody else somebody going to New York? Yeah. yeah. So that's the thing, though. Like, you got to be people that be willing to be willing to put people in a position. Like, everybody's not meant to be in front of the camera. Everybody's not meant to be the star. Like, but yeah. The bag don't matter. Like the that the bag don't change. Like if you behind the camera, you can have a bigger bag than the star. That shit gonna spread everywhere though. Yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. so that's that's the thing. Like people just gotta realize we gotta just come together, just really be on one accord, dog. Like and just really help people out, dog. Like nah, I was actually in a work meeting today and I was telling the team like it shouldn't be a day where we all don't talk to each other. Nah, fact. It shouldn't be a day where we all don't talk to each other. That's just as, as far I mean, as far as us to build this energy that we, you know, we wanna create or just this vision we wanna create. Every day we should at least talk to each other. How you doing? Or something like some that. Some type of camaraderie. Yeah, yeah some, some for this energy. Team morale. Team yeah, morale. Yeah, some for this energy to really brew. Right. And, and I, I think, uh, me and Charles, we always talk about this, though. Like, just us two in general, like, we try to just bring everybody around us in. You know what I'm saying? Or even people that we feel like want it, or people that we feel, yeah, uh, we feel like they got potential, like, we try to just bring them in. Or we, I'll throw him a play. Or I'll throw you a play. I'm, like, I'm oh, man, you can that. do this. Yeah, you do this. Yeah. Yeah, we do. We do. I'm shit all like that for all that time. because, like I said, I have people in my life that really put me in positions. Like my life has never just been. I never just take credit for me getting to where I'm at myself. Like you know what I mean? Like 
I, every job I ever had in my life, nigga probably put me in a position to get that bitch, whether it's through a family member or a friend of the family. Like, any job I had, like, nigga put me in a position. Like, anything I ever did in life, like, people help, have, have helped me. So it's just like, I don't never just, I always be trying to do the same thing, return the favor, like, and fuck with everybody like, that I can fuck with and help people along the way because I remember that time when I needed help and nigga was there to help me. So that's how you really get your blessings by, you know, you was blessed, now you supposed to bless somebody else. Keep that blessing. Yeah, right. keep, keep that shit going. Like, what's that movie? Uh... Not, it's called Panic Four, but I forgot the name of the movie with the little kid where he like, you know, if everybody just do a good deed for somebody, whatever. It's some old shit though, but nevertheless though, everybody should do a good deed for somebody and like keep panning for. I mean new maybe called Panic Four. You need to finish it up. But yeah, that's how it should be though. Facts. Any last words? I feel like we might need to do a part two to this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga might definitely gotta do a part two. I'm down, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I fuck a podcast heavy myself. Uh I uh I, I'm all I'm down though. Like I said, I be the third host, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to talk about this. Is the that first one. podcast you did? I uh I did one before, but it was only audio. I did one with my uh, homie Lil Jodice. He uh, uh like a house DJ. Yeah, we knew. I he felt like that. Yeah, yeah, so I did one with him. Like that's my brother, homie. They went to school together. Uh, so he I did one with him, but just like my first time being on camera. Yeah, right. that's cool. man. Tell them about the tell them the store. Tell them where they can find you. Uh, tell the socials. All uh, that. The store only New Orleans twenty five twelve Tulane. The book club Billy Book Club on all platforms. Uh, really, dog. Yourself? You you putting your uh, own personal Instagram? I mean, not. I mean, if you gonna find me, you gonna find me. I'm not hard to find. I'm not hard to find. But I'm for sure plugging the store only New Orleans. The book club though. Like, I'll tap in with that. Oh, one last question I wanted to ask. So what's the inspiration? Because I thought that was kind of innovative. We're putting, uh, I don't know if that's your sister or something, modeling so all the my, hats. That's my, that's, my, uh, that's my partner, little cousin. Her name, Destiny. Yeah. And it's like, uh, really, dog, like, like, that's like my little sister, too. Yeah. But um, basically, bro, she like in a full photo of everything we do, baby. That's what I'm like, saying. That like, was a unique thing I liked yeah, about her when I first met her. But that's really, even for the hats, like, that's how it's always been. Like, she always in the forefront of anything we do. Like, she in the camera always, like, so... We, it only made sense that now we doing this, she gonna be a part of the shit too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we just want to show everybody, like, man, no matter what you going through or what you're dealing with, man, you could be a star too. Like, you know what I mean? We should really, everybody should be elevated and feel good about their fucking self. So we make sure we do that with her for sure at all times. So. She the reason why I'm gonna get a hat. That's, 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 that's the first picture I've seen that I had. So I'm like, oh, these things fire. Nah, definitely, bro. So, but yeah, book club, the store, 2512 Tulane. I appreciate y'all boys coming through, filming here. It's, you know, y'all support the pod, man. Facts, y'all know where to y'all know where to find us, man. If you made it here, you know where to find us because you found us already, man. FTO Pod went on all the socials, man. From the outside podcast, podcast app, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, um, and y'all know the vibes already, man. If this is your first time listening, we appreciate you. If this is your last time listening, we not fucking with you, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> my <We> boy. <laughs>